for nothing. All right, so what I want to talk about tonight is why Deuce. are your friends so annoying? It doesn't make any sense. These are the people you have picked to be with. You're like these people, and yet everything that they do, you're never going to the right restaurant. You're like... I keep my friends close, enemies on a leash like Me and my haters is literally Siamese I can define me, but if I let my friends do it They tell you I'm some bipolar, hard drug user The J gets smaller, I'm loving my zone No surrounded by an entourage, I feel like I'm alone A long way from normal, I try to keep it cordial I made some new friends, meet recording and touring Shout out to my nigga, it's now for a nigga Though some niggas back home ain't proud of a nigga What up, what up, what up, it's your man King Smoke You're now Twitter, super good, the podcast we are back Super again good. So let everybody like we normally do go and introduce yourselves fam what's good y'all know it's your boy kevin lamar back at it again doing it as i always do hey y'all welcome back it's day and we have a special guest that decided to join us on today's uh <laughs> podcast so i'll let her introduce herself go ahead Hello, my name is Simpson, and I am Bay's friend, and I am excited to be a part of this podcast and be a part of this experience. Welcome, Simpson. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. To the super good family. Happy to have you. So, you know, they always come through with the icebreaker, so I'm going to just go ahead and throw the lob today. And okay. let's get started. So, tonight, since we have a whole bunch of different topics on um friendships uh i decided to kind of keep the icebreaker flowing with the topics so today's or tonight's icebreaker is what's the wildest thing you've done with a friend the wildest <laughs> thing i'm gonna go first to get it out of the way um i think back in high school uh, me and my boy Curtis. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what you about to say? Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. This shit sound wild. The it's way wild. he look at it, so, okay. I already no. knew it. He said Curtis. I already it's, knew the time. Exactly. I exactly. Think, I think we had just graduated. <laughs> Please don't say y'all smashed two girls at the same time. We smashed two girls at the same time. I'm <laughs> 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 you said that? like typical nigga shit. Like we was parked neck, right next to each other at the same time. Hello. What? Okay, so y'all was in two little parking two, spaces two right next right to each, next other. each other. You was in a car with your joint. He was in a car with his joint. Y'all was just smashing at the same time. Y'all pull off at the same time? I don't know. I didn't pull off. No, we didn't pull off at the same time. You, you ah. I probably pulled off first. Ah, I can't even finish first. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know if he finished first or not. He's like, he said, shit, I ain't waiting on Curtis. We out. Okay. <laughs> had to get the fuck. That's funny as shit. I don't know if that's why. I don't know. I feel nah, like that's, that's just typical, thing. like, nigga shit right there. That's typical nigga shit. I guess as well. But that's, it's funny. that's funny. That's right. funny. <laughs> Who's next? Who's, Who's next? next? <laughs> I'll go. All right, so Sam, what you got? Um, I can't really think of something like really, really wild, but for some reason when you brought the topic up, it, it reminded me of those days when we went to class and there was no parking. And you remember when we parked on the grass? <laughs> you remember? <laughs> That's 
<laughs> park on the grass in school? Yeah. yeah. Just because y'all ain't want to park you on the no, You don't have no parking. You mm-hmm. gotta pull up on the grass. Shit, huh? That's the wildest? <laughs> that, that I could think of now. That I could think of now. Oh, all right, we'll let you slide since you, you know, you new to the park. Yeah, break in. She gotta get comfortable. You gotta drink. She might need a drink. Yeah. <laughs> uh, think. Me too, cause like Kev, that's took the cake. I ain't never did that. That's not. That's really that took the cake. I mean, it's because like to pull up in the same lot and right next to each other, like that's you know what I'm saying in the same house. Like I don't know. Maybe it's not like wild to me because I've already heard stories of like niggas even smashing like they best friends like all of the dudes best friends and all the bitches best friends and they all smashing in one little area not even in separate cars but one little area uh-uh. see same house orgies I, I'm familiar with I'm, fam- <laughs> I'm familiar with but I don't think that's the wildest though but to be I feel like it's more wild to be in the same literally y'all in the, on the same damn couch oh, smashing no, nah. Then to be in separate cars. I feel like it's more important to be in the house. I'm familiar with that process. Oh my god. It's the cars for me because it's like who scheduled that? Like, did y'all say, yeah, we about to pull (laughs) up, pull up next to us? Like that's a that's a communication thing. Like that's more planned than like, yeah, my man's over here, bring your friends, come over and this shit pop off. Like that's more, you know what I mean? Like I mean, I think me and Curry, we was all coming from somewhere and we just pulled over and just that means the girls was down like yeah. that. Knew we, what time yeah, we, I think we had just got finished smoking and we was just chilling. And it just... You don't have to elaborate any further. Ah, okay, so I, I'm trying to think. I really don't have... I really don't have anything like to say that that's like super wild. But I will say um, maybe one of the wildest things I've done with a friend... Um, would probably be to plot how we was gonna like kill a nigga. Oh my god! Divorce. How about it? I mean, we didn't <laughs> do it, but we was just on how we was gonna like catch that nigga. So how deep? <clears throat> how deep was the plan? It was. It was just like talking about it. It wasn't like, "Are right, you gonna meet me here in fifteen? We gonna do?" It was just more like. You know. Was so, so so how so what did y'all come up with? Like how was you gonna catch them lacking? No, so we was gonna just pull up to the house. I was gonna pretend like I'm there on some like I forgive you type shit. Okay, so we was killing your nigga. Yeah. Okay. And then, you know, I don't know who listening, so I really can't say too much further. But um just are, just know that we thought about all of our possible options to like, kill this nigga, fuck his car up, maybe put some sugar in his tank. I don't know. Oh, what? If you already killed him. We thought about that shit. Okay. So they we watched, explored all options. They was watching How to Get Away with Murder. The all sugar that, in the tank came that. last because I was like, damn, do I really want to kill this nigga and lose everything I worked hard for? Mm. So I was like, maybe, you know, put Chill. the sugar in the tank, the car blow up. And I then, thought the sugar in the tank was like so nobody could take his ass to get help type shit. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Um, I don't really have nothing along those lines. Um, That's why I be telling you, you better watch your <laughs> The craziest thing I can think of, and I'll shout out to Rob who couldn't make it tonight, but um, it was it was uh, Karen. What was that going away? Was that her going away party? Mm-hmm. 
uh, I was tore the fuck up drunk. And uh, we was uh, had to go pick somebody from the train. And I couldn't, I couldn't drive. But Rob was like, no, nah, I think I got it. I got it. So literally, I was screaming the whole ride to the train station. Because I was like, nigga, don't crash my shit. My mother going to kill me if you crash my car. Um, but we, he made it there safe. He, I think he was high. I don't think Rob drank like that at the time. So I think he was high. But that was probably like the wildest thing. Because one, I was drunk as hell. But then I was scared as hell because I knew if something happened in my car, uh, while I was intoxicated, my mother would legit kill me at that time. So uh, I don't have nothing. I don't have no crazy sex stories. Um, <laughs> I mean, the wildest thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll stick to that. I'll just stick to that. So shout out to Rob for getting my car there and back safely and uh, saved me an ass whooping from my mom. I mean, another wild shit, another thing we, me and Curtis did. It's okay. We up. It was like it, it was probably like it was probably like at like nine o'clock at night. We up and went to goddamn Salisbury one night. What? What if I just drives to Salisbury? We, <laughs> I got to the if, you, if you know Curtis, you know this nigga goes on fucking wild ass moves, and it just be you like if you ride with him, you stuck. Like so, that's how it was. We just stuck out there. Not not a little Walmart. It's, it's all this shit, bro. Niggas almost ran out of gas coming back. <laughs> I was oh, another wild thing, because kids made me think about something like that. So <clears throat> this was high school. Uh, I took my, took my man, Roddy. He went, dropped him off at this, this girl house. You know, they do, they're trying to do their thing, get their thing in or whatever. So I went home and cut the grass. Like, I wasn't getting no action, so I'm going to go handle some my shit at home. So when I go back to get him, like, it's a rush because her father on the way home. <clears throat> so literally, as soon as I pull up and he jump in, the father turned the corner. So we had to go all the way down through the neighborhood so he wouldn't catch on that it was that it was us. So, you know, we avoided the father. He never got caught by the father. But long story short, Roddy never get that, didn't get to get his mans off. So this nigga had blue balls. So oh telling me on the ride... <laughs> He was he telling me on the ride home, like, son, drive slow, drive slow. I'm like, nigga, for what? He's like, bro, I ain't getting nothing. Like, my balls, I'm ready to bust or whatever. So we go back to his house, and we just cooling, cooling, cooling or whatever. And then for a minute, this nigga just go missing. And I'm like, bro, where the fuck Roddy at? This nigga had to go get one off in the bathroom, man. He was gone. <laughs> he was gone for a good 20 minutes. I said, bro, you could have told me, bro, I stepped off, let you get your man's in your own room and shit, you know what I'm saying, get comfortable with it, but yeah, so that was another funny part, uh, funny story there, so a couple wild moments now I think about it, you know, but that's 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 about it, keep it keep it as PG as possible. <laughs> but, uh, so thank you, Jay. Memory lane trip right there. Okay. Never, never wrong, nothing wrong with a little trip down memory lane. So... The topic of the night or the, or the focus of the night is friendships that just go left. Friendships that go south. You know what I'm saying? Trying to understand, like, why friendships typically take a dive and how we could fix that or just figure out the problem overall. All right. So first question is, do you think you're a good friend? Before we get anywhere further down the road in the conversation, do you think you're a good friend? And, and I venture to go further and say, tell us why you feel like you're a good friend or why you're not a good friend. I'm thinking. I think I'm. I'm a pretty solid, a solid friend. I'm not gonna say good. I'm pretty solid. Um, you know. Can you like? I mean, uh, elaborate. I'm gonna let you go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, 
why I say I'm a solid friend because I ain't gonna say I'm the greatest, but you know, sometimes com- communication and reaching out to people can be lacking sometimes. But when I'm when I reach out, when they re- reach out to me, I'm always talking to them, you know what I mean? Ask them how they're doing, and, you know, making sure they're good, and whatnot. So that's why I said I think I'm a pretty solid friend, always supportive, always there, you know, lending that helping hand. You know what I can. Right. Next up. Um, I'm gonna say, listen, I think I'm a bomb friend. Like, Boom. like I'm not even like saying this to like hype myself up or whatever, but like you are lucky to be my friend. <laughs> like I'm a like really like I'm a great solid ass, whatever Kevin said, friend. Solid. Like I'd be there for you when you need me. You know, I think it's understand understood that, you know, when you're grown, you might not talk to your friend every single day just because, like, it's shit going on with work, your life, whatever. But, like, you know, I make great efforts to reach out to my friends and check on them, make sure they're good. When they need me, I'm there. You know, when they're in the time of the need, I got them. You know? I support them. I encourage them. You know what I'm saying? I want to see them do great things, even if it's doing, even if it's doing better than me. That's just the type of friend I am. Is okay. so. she lying or what? <laughs> um, no, no, no. She, she, she's good. She's, she's telling the truth. Oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, what kind of friend are you saying? Let's go. Um, I am a phenomenal friend. Um, but I will say that nobody's perfect and there's always room for improvement, but I am a good friend. Um, similar today, I'm there supportive. However, I can help be there for you and not just you. I'm the type of person that once I care about you as a friend or love you as a friend that also extends to your family and your other friends so that's the type of friend that I am okay so we got good friends all around um I'm just saying I think um, (laughs) (laughs) um, I'm a good friend to I would say okay let me say I'm a good friend to certain people um like some people require more than what I can give as a friend. And so for those people where I feel like it's too much of an ask for me, I'm probably a bad friend Um, or or probably really shouldn't be considered their friend at all. But for people who I feel like we're on the same wavelength or the same page with things, um, I feel like I'm a great friend. I feel like I'm a great, a good listener. I used to be a great listener. I'm probably a good listener now. I try to be genuine and honest in my approach. I'm, I really don't have no cut calls with my friends. Like I'm gonna say what needs to be said, whether you like it or not, but just, I try to make sure people know that it's coming from a genuine place. Like I'm not trying to be hateful or, or negative or nothing like that, but I'm also a realist. So I try to keep things under that parameter, those parameters, but um, I feel like I'm a good friend. Could I be better to some? Yes, but do I care enough to do that? Probably not. Um, but I try, I try to be honest. Like, that's one of the biggest things I try to focus on is my honesty and being clear in my intentions as best I can. So, again, I like, I like what Sin said. I'm not perfect. 
I do fuck up from time to time. Um, but if I had to b- put money on it, I I'd say I was a good, I was a good friend. You want to keep me around. So wait, before we before we go on to the next topic, I know we all kind of shared that like we all feel like we're solid good friends or whatever. But like, I guess has anyone ever had a friend to tell them that maybe they weren't there they weren't a good friend? Like I know King Schmoke said that he already acknowledged that for some people he's just not the friend for you. But like for us, like for me me talking about how I'm a bomb-ass friend to everybody else. If you feel that way, has anyone ever said to you, like, hey, you know, I don't feel like you supporting me or you there for me like you should as a friend? Or do you feel like any friendships has, like, I guess, fallen apart or kind of fallen off because of your lack of effort, interest, whatever? You just wasn't being the friend that they needed for you. I've had one person. Um, go ahead. No, I just answering that directly real quick. I had one person tell me that. Yeah, I've had, I've had, I had, I've had a person tell me that as well. Um, but I, I feel like in that situation, it depends on it's, it depends on the situation and the circumstances, and it depends on the maturity level of both individuals in communicating. So you have the one friend that maybe isn't being supportive or isn't being so much around, but there's a reason. And, but then the other friend is probably feeling like, oh, you know, he or she is not, you know, being supportive, but at the same time may not be asking, you know, the reason they just jump to, sometimes they could just jump to conclusions. Um, So I think again, in friendship, it's all about maturity and um, communication. Grown up talk right there. <laughs> yeah, so I don't think I've ever had anyone tell me that I was a bad friend. Or, like, I don't think I've ever been in friendships that failed because of my lack of being, I guess, a good friend. But I've stopped dealing with people because they were shitty friends. But I'm sure that'll get addressed later on in the topic. So we could go ahead and roll through it. I was just curious to ask that question. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, again, I had one person tell me that. And um, I admitted to her, like, yeah, you're probably right. Like, um, but I told her, you know, I told her it was because I felt like it was too much being required of, like, my level of friendship. Cause I was giving her what I give everybody that I call a friend, right? So I, again, never having anyone tell me that before, I was like, you just act, you just need too much from your friends. Like I, you know, I feel like, and I was an adult at this time. So it's not like I'm a kid, you know, trying to, it's like, everybody else is cool with this. Like everybody else thinks I'm a good friend, you know, quality friend and you come along and it's like, it's not enough. So I was just like, let's just, you know what I'm saying? It's just not, what it just can't be that way. Like I. I don't feel like I'm doing nothing, you know, totally wrong in this. But if you feel like it's not enough, then we just not meant to be friends. So let's just keep it rolling. So that was the only kind of time that I've had that happen. But I'm with you that I've had more so let friends go because I didn't feel like it was worth anything. Yeah. Yeah, I can agree with you and Day as well. I don't think I ever had anybody tell me like, hey, Kevin, you lacking as a friend or you falling off. Is more of me noticing people that I call my friends 
and it just shit just fell off. Or well, shit just ain't the same like it used to be. So but like I like with that with that comes like you know, maturity, you know, uh different paths of you know different paths you take in life may draw that separation that so yep, that's about it. So, you know, as I mentioned, <clears throat> like I felt like she required too much of me to be her friend. Uh, what are your expectations from people that you do consider your friend? Like, what do you expect them to bring to the table in your friendship or, uh, you know, characteristics that you might look for them to have? So I kind of feel like my, like, friendship relationships are similar to my intimate relationships. I feel like some things are different. Like, I don't expect you to, like, give me head or... <laughs> yeah. like, nah. But it's certain things, like, I don't expect from you as a friend. Like, you don't have to give me flowers on Valentine's Day. You don't have to, like... Um, I don't know. Like, just certain shit you ex expect from a relationship with your significant other. Um, but I do as far as like communication, um, the honesty, the trust, like I need all of that in a friendship. Um, and I feel like if I can't be open with you, if I can't be honest with you and you can't, like, it can't be one-sided. Like I can't be open and honest with you, very direct, able to address, you know, my feelings and whatever towards the friendship. And then you feel some type of way or like... Maybe you don't know how to be direct or I don't know, but like it can't be one-sided. I definitely need that energy reciprocated. Like it's not a one-way street. My expectations is like just kind of be supportive and uh, and I'm going to say just like be there. Like, you know, be, you know, just in case like sometimes as black men it's like is is difficult to have. I mean, I kind of find it difficult to have serious conversations with some of my friends because they look at things hmm. like black men, like we always do. Like, like I asked one, I asked a couple of my friends the other day, like, you know, how y'all doing? Like mentally, one of them was like, yo, I'm going through it, this, this, and that. I'm like, have you ever thought about going to talk to somebody about it? Yeah. Uh, you know, but I ain't, I ain't take that shit serious. I'm like, you know, it's like, like hearing that is like, bro, like, that, that's, that's like, that's probably why you're like in that mind state that you're in because you're not seeking help. You just trying to fight this battle by yourself, but I can't blame them because that's something that's been embedded right, right. in us yeah. as black men, like suck that shit up, move on. And instead of like, Nah, nigga, speak your truth. Say what you got to say to get that shit out. And I think at times we can all talk like that, but then it's like it doesn't happen as often. I think it needs to be done a lot more. But uh, being able to hit, hit some of my friends up and, you know, let's talk and chop it up for a few seconds, that's all that matters. So, like, them just being there, supportive. Because it's like, after, once I got in the Army, I lost a lot of friends. Niggas that I say that, my boys and shit like that, they just, 
poof, gone. You know what I'm saying, dude? Just like all niggas I'm cool with now has just been solid since then. So that's why niggas has been like brothers to me. So that's expectations from a male perspective. Be like a brother. You know what I mean? Females, um, same thing, kind of sister-like, you know, Tell me when I'm wrong. You know, nigga, you stupid. You Whatever the case may be. So I felt like um, my expectations, just to kind of chime off of what uh, Kevin was saying, I feel like a lot of it has to do with feeling judged. So I feel like if I'm comfortable with even calling you my phone, we should start off with, like, no judgment. Of course, everybody has their own opinions. But I should feel comfortable to be able to disclose certain things with you. And like Kevin was saying, like, it may come off as, oh, yeah, I'm not about to go seek help. But what if they really thought about it and want to do it? But to tell you that it's like they feel like you're about to judge them or something. So I think that's a big one. Um, But other expectations, um, same thing as everyone support, um, encouragement, um, you know, if, if I'm trying to do something, you remind, you're constantly reminding me, oh, you, you told me you want to do this, so are you getting it done? I, I like that. I like friends like that, that are actually interested in my, in my interests. That shows that you care and that you want to see me win, so that's a, that's a big one. If your friend can show interest in the things that you do, that's a big part of a, a friendship because they, they genuinely care. You know, we all got a lot of stuff going on and stuff, but for the fact that they can remember that these are your goals and they're constantly checking in, reminding you that's a big factor. So that's part of my expectation. Solid. Um, I honestly, I feel like now I could be wrong. Somebody could hear what I say and say different. I feel like I don't require a lot of my friends because I'm very to myself. So it's not a lot that you have to do as my friend that makes me feel like uh, you're valuable as my friend. Um, one of the biggest things that I do appreciate though um, is consistent communication, whether it, whatever it is that it's supposed to be. You know, I really don't like, I don't even like when I do it once I realize it, you know, where I can go weeks or months or whatever without checking in and just saying what's up or, you know, how's the fam, how you doing, whatever. Um, to me, like, we should be able to do that if we're, if we're friends um, because, you know, I find myself, or I find that a lot of people, they're there when, like, something bad is going on. But, you know, they're not there for when you're feeling good and, you, you know, everything's going great. It's kind of like they only show up when something detrimental is happening so um i tr- i'm trying to change that perspective of myself you know when i realize that that's what it looks like or appears that i'm doing um but so it's like so the the basic things you guys said i feel like is universal or should be universal um <clears throat> and i also do appreciate when people obviously not like so much right now with covid and shit but like when people can show up to things that you're doing or things that you're holding or having without the excuses. Um, I'm a big proponent of people make time for what they want to make time for. Um, 
So I really disallowed the excuse of, oh, I didn't have time. Or, I, I feel like that's bullshit. I feel like um, you can make time to do shit that, that's important. Even if it's not, even if it doesn't impact you, you know what I'm saying? Like, like y'all wedding, even though it was small, you know, small COVID, you know what I'm saying? Restrictions and all that type shit. But if I was invited, right, I feel like I got to make time for that because that's a big moment for them. You know what I'm saying? And if I can, if I'm going to say that those are my friends or, or family or whatever, I got to make time for that. I can't, oh, I, I couldn't. Now, certain shit, you know what I'm saying? I know certain people had some real shit going on, but for the most part, it's like, I can't, oh, man, traffic was bad from work. Like, why didn't you take off an hour earlier, my G? Like, you knew he was getting married a month ago. So it'd be like shit like that where I feel like people just give excuses and think it's supposed to be accepted and it's not. So I try to always keep that in mind when I'm evaluating friendships. Um it's crazy you say that because we got a lot of those bullshit ass excuses. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Like, respect you, that, you blow up my phone to invite you, and you still don't show up. And see, we could get into this later. You know, <laughs> uh, something just popped in my head while you was going through this. Speak that um, shit. Okay, so. <laughs> I want to know, wait, were you done? Because I can say- I'm cool. I was just rambling, so go ahead. Okay. So do you feel like you're a forgiving friend? Because, like, (laughs) I feel like I can be forgiving and understanding to a certain extent. Certain shit, I'm just not willing to put up with anymore. Like, I feel like I've been, I've had friendships throughout high school and even past high school where I gave, you know, I disconnected from- certain people and then you know we kind of reconnected and then I'm just like bro use the same selfish ass person from in high school and it's just like I feel like those experiences for me like allowed me or like made me not want to put up with any bullshit like I don't think I don't think I'm a forgiving person in general not just a forgiving friend I feel like I'm not that forgiving to the point where like I may forgive you but I don't want to fuck with you after that Right. So then what's the point of forgiving? Because I don't want you to feel like like I'm over here pouting or I'm walking around or you got some type of hold on my life because of what you did for did to me. No, it's not that. I just know how you operate and what I don't want in my life moving forward. So I'm not fucking with you. I agree. So that's probably why I have like three friends because I don't tolerate that shit um, from family, anybody. I'm I'm just like, at some point, you got to put the bullshit childish stuff away. So like you being pressed to come to the wedding and not showing up, you showing up to the wedding late when this was planned and you made, you know, you said you wanted to whatever. Like that's no. Uh. It's unacceptable, and I, I don't like it. I know everybody makes that little mistakes, but the certain things you just, like you said, you got to make time for it if that's what you want. And it's, and again, to me, like, I'm going to stick with the, the, the example of premise of y'all wedding. I'm always late to everything. I'm a late-ass nigga. <laughs> but certain things, you got to understand how important it is to the other person. Like, I would never... Agree to even MC our wedding, not knowing how it was going to be, how, you know what I'm saying? I would never agree to that, knowing how important your wedding is, and then show the fuck up late. Like, I would rather be like, I'm not coming. I just can't face it. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like people often get in the mix of 
focusing on themselves too much when that time or that moment is designed or, or reserved for, for their friends. So I use that as my evaluator for, for people. So like my, like my birthday that just passed, you know, we, well, and it wasn't even myself, my brother made it to where we rented out, pretty much rented out fucking top golf, uh, where we had like six bays because, you know, got to keep it spaced out, make sure everybody comfortable, six people per bay, boom, boom, boom. So we did that preliminary, you know, ask of who can make it, who can't. And if you can't, you know, let us know, which people say I can't make it cool. But for niggas who said I could make it and then don't show, you costing us money on my 30th birthday. So I'm looking at you now with a side eye, like, bro, like, really? Like, you couldn't say something two days ago where we could have canceled a bay or invited somebody else, you know what I'm saying? So that's kind of the things I'm starting to utilize and how I evaluate whether I want to call somebody my friend or not. And, like, the last point, like they said, I'm a forgiving person, but that don't mean I want to be cool with you or be cool to that same level that I current that I used to hold you at. Like, you might be a type nigga where I text you last. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the type cool we at. Ain't no beef, but nah, you're not in my, my top list. You're not on my friends list. You know what I'm saying? Oh, damn. I, I, my bad. Let me check in on my brother real quick. Like, on this night, my brother no more. Like, let me check in on this nigga real quick. Like, type that type shit. So that's kind of how I look at it now. Yeah, so, like, speaking of, like, speaking of the wedding, the day before the wedding, one of my groomsmen hit me up and said he can't come. He made it seem like it was something dire or important or something was going on. Whereas he could have said, hey, this is the situation. I don't know how I'm going to finesse it or whatever the case may be. He just said, hey, bro, uh, sorry to say this, but I ain't going to be able to the day before the wedding, bro. And it was just like. And let me tell you, y'all, Mr. Kevin Lamar here is very, very kind. He has a very, very kind heart to where I feel like I got to jump in and be on niggas next because I feel like he, like people will take advantage of him because he's so kind and I don't like that because even after that situation he was like oh I'm gonna I'm a probably check on him and hit him what there is no there is no hitting a nigga up to check on him after that I, I was tight mad that. I was tight mad for you that's that's how that's <laughs> how I felt like I, I already peeped it when we started planning this shit and we started calling out, you know, saying who gonna be in what, whatever, I already said, I said, are you sure he's gonna come through? Because there's been other occasions where Kevin would say to me like, oh, I'm about to do this with so-and-so. And then he'd be home and I'd be like, what happened? And he's like, oh, he ain't come through or he canceled or whatever the case may be. So when it came to the wedding, I was like, you sure you want to? Yeah, yeah, that's my boy. He's gonna come through. Da, da, da. I said, okay, I'm a, okay. I'm not gonna stress out because you know, I've been stressed. But I said, okay. And what happened? Nah, I was tight, man, for you, man. But and I gotta give you credit. You handled it hum gracefully. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, let nobody notice. It was. It could have been a probably was boiling in your soul. But I was I was tight mad for you. But all in all, step up. it turned out great regardless. But you know that's again like we saying what we talking about. That's the type of shit where I'll be like, nah, I can't. I can't look at you the same. Cause you dropped the ball in a pivotal moment 
that I cared about. So, you know, that's how I evaluate it. Yeah. It was crazy, though. But, yeah. Mr. how you feel on um, – what was it? I kept, we was talking to guys. Well, I just got to say that I showed about up and I was there. About so. forgiving. Are you a forgiving friend or are you kind of just like, hmm? I think I can be forgiven to a certain extent, I guess. But I think I'm in between. Like, I am forgiving a lot. I, I think I consider myself a nice person. But it got to be something major for me to, like, I guess cut you off it ain't even gotta be major bruh it's just for me it's just like it's like principal shit like I'm just I don't know I feel like the social work in me or the social worker in me be evaluating situations to be more understanding but then it's like the me in me don't be trying to let that shit happen so just, I, I guess you could just be like you're like a no BS person, I guess. Yeah. I feel it. I feel it. I think uh, I think that's how we I think that's what we all kind of gotta get to as we continue to get older, because you lose patience and time for that that type stuff. So you know, I, I feel like that's probably the best way, the safest way to be. Um but ultimately, because we, we kind of touched on some of these things, but what do you think raises or brings up issues within friendships? Like, what's the what's the biggest factor you think that leads to there being issues within within a friendship? I think the biggest factor is selfishness, because I feel like that kind of covers like every almost every scenario that you can think of I feel like it like boils down to a person being selfish like more concerned of themselves and not really thinking of the other person like you kind of touched on earlier I wasn't even thinking that word but that is like the perfect word (laughs) yeah I agree I feel like some people get caught up in the idea of having so many people around them that they call friends but they don't really know how to really be a really really good friend right like and you can't like you can't be selfish like I'm just not a selfish person period like if I fuck with you I will do whatever I can to help you out to see that you're good encourage you push you whatever the case may be like I don't feel like I'm I'm selfish at all so when I see selfish people it's just and I and I think I think a lot of times as a good friend, you have to take out what the benefit is for you in the situation. Cause there's a there's a time and a place to think about that, right? If it's if it's built around you or centered around you, then obviously cool. But when it's not, you gotta kinda take out um what what can you get out of it kind of kind of line of thinking another thing i will add and y'all can tell me if you what you agree to or not um fuck i just had it um damn i just had it and it went away so it was two things though but one of them was you know when when people are stagnant um when you know you're progressing or you're moving forward and you look around and the people or a friend or people around you are kind of like not they're just stuck in 
whatever complacency they're in. Um, I think that's another contribute contributor to fraying friendships. Um, when you're trying to evolve and you look around and the people who you call friends or thought were friends are on the same bullshit. Like I think that's another big kind of factor in the de- deterring or oh, is that the word? Deterring mm-hmm. friendships. I'm trying to think of my other point. I'm gonna think of my other point in a second. What rises issues in friendships? Yeah, like what causes a lot of like the top, like the main I think one of mine was like motherfuckers being fake. Like get around different people and move different. Mm. And I'm looking like nigga, this ain't you. Like, why are you moving the way you're moving right now just because we're around different people? Like, I guess they putting on a fake, uh, what's it called? Facade. Facade. <laughs> so I kind of got a question because I don't know, and maybe Sin could like answer this. Like, you just mm-hmm. made me think about something when you was like, people, uh, like, I guess you had friends that when y'all got around a certain group of people, they would act different. Yeah. So okay. for me, I don't know if this is just an internal thing, something that I'm just super self-conscious of and it's just in my mind, but I feel mm-hmm. like I interact with all of my friends slightly differently. So like when I have all of them together in my mind, I feel like I'm like struggling to pay them all attention and like meet them all on that same level so that they can see that I'm not treating them differently. But however, I do have a different relationship with all of my friends. So like, I don't know, Sin, maybe you can, you know. I feel like, I I mean, I feel like I agree because we do um, hang around the same circle. So we all have different personalities. So you have me and then you have another friend who is, you know, different and then we have another friend who's also different so it's like I agree with you that the level of the way you have to interact with us is completely different um so do you feel like when I'm like interacting with y'all do y'all feel like like do you feel that I show another friend more attention than you I feel like I feel like when me you I'm being honest right now I feel like when you, me, and another one of our friends, all three of us are together, we, 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 there's a com- there's a similarity and we could all relate. But I feel like when another individual of our friends is added to that, it's a little bit different because um, that friend of ours might not relate to us as much. So how you and I could be goofy and another one of our friends could be goofy is not how the other person could be on that level. Not saying that she cannot, but she's not familiar with the way we interact. So I feel like it is different. So you're saying, okay, but it's not like I'm paying one more attention than the other. That's what I was really- No, in my my opinion, no, but it could be different for others. Okay. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm trying, I mean, I'm processing everything, right? And I I feel like I get what Kevin is saying. 
And then I get what you're, what you're saying. And I feel like that becomes an issue, what you're saying, but I don't think it should. Because it's like different people bring different energy or bring different things out of you, right? So it's like, I'm like, if I, if I put me in that situation, how I act around a lot of people is totally different than how I act in a small group. Like I like to have fun, you know, make people laugh, have a good time. But like, if you call me on the humble with like, you know what I'm saying? One or two people, I'm probably a little more chill. Actually, no, I kind of always have a good time. Um, but I feel like, you know what I'm saying? For certain people, it's like, you, like you said, you have your different relationships with your different friends. And I think that is the hardest thing though for, for people like they, like you saying, or, or in that situation where you have so many different friends or, or just even if it's a group of you, different relationships with different people. And it's hard, especially if it's something that you're hosting, it's hard to do that comfortably because you're trying to be like, okay, let me make sure I give time for her and, and what she going to bring. And let me make sure I give time for her. So it's like, in one breath, you got to talk somber and chill with this one. <laughs> you got like, yeah, bitch, what's up? Like you got to totally switch tune because you know what that other person bringing. And I feel like that's more on the friend to understand that and not take it again, take it personal or taking it like, well, why is she acting different? She's not acting different. These are the layers of who she is, but you just don't bring out that layer. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I think people have an issue with that because deep down for some, I feel like they want that piece, but they haven't quite figured out how to go about it because they haven't realized or, or accepted that. Like it just don't, that don't click in this, in that dynamic of your relationship. So I understand. I feel like that's really, really tough for, um, you know, I feel like that's tougher for females too, with 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 that dynamic of different groups and 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 that and seeing, especially when and y'all can speak to this if I'm wrong, especially when you have, let's say it's, let's say it's three mutual friends, and y'all kind of start off the friendship at the same time, but one relationship kind of blossoms a little further. I feel like that becomes a big issue, especially amongst females, where you kind of got to watch your friend and the other friend become better friends while you kind of like just the one who always get included because y'all started out together. But y'all relation, your relationship didn't really like blossom at the same time or the same level as the other two. I think that I, that that does happen. I don't think that I fall into that too much. Um, I can, I I disagree with you on that. You think that I'd be jealous of, uh, no, 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 not jealous, but there's been situations where, you know, it's, it's, it's maybe you and somebody and another friend comes in and you become a little closer to the other friend and the other friend is kind of like slowly fading away. And even to the point where they're not, they're no longer, friends with you hold on so wait maybe i'm under i'm misunderstanding the question you asked am i am i interpreting right i don't know because i'm confused right now (laughs) what were you saying because i'm confused i was saying like okay so i for most i feel like it happens more women than men where let's say it's three friends right okay and they all kind of start the relationship together you know maybe you met at a common place whatever right 
I think it becomes a little more difficult for female or women, not female, women friends, when you have that dynamic and two of the three kind of take off and become closer, you know, maybe hang out more, almost become like best friends. And that third person is still there. Like y'all are all still friends, Mm -hmm. but the dynamic is, you could tell is a shift. Whereas like these two are clearly closer, but we're all still friends. But I feel, you know, that third person feels a little like they don't fuck with me the same or maybe she don't fuck with me the way she fuck with her. You know, that kind of dynamic. Like, I feel like that's more of an issue for women in, in growing friendships to kind of be a part of a group and watch certain people within the group kind of blossom further in their relationship. So I don't know if I've ever been in that situation because I've never, like in my little three friendship group now, I feel like I met one when I started like my first job in high school. I met the other when I was at community college. And then I met the this other one when I was at the university college. And we all kind of, I kind of like brought them all together. Me wanting to hang out with all of them at the same time instead of setting up like separate different dates and shit. So I, don't, I never met like a group of friends all at once and then still like either maintain that friendship and one got closer, one kind of fell off. I've never been in that situation. What I was speaking to though was, um, I guess having a group. What what was I speaking to at first? I forgot what the fuck I was about to say. I think okay. I well, can I speak for what I was speaking to? Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. So, um, the particular situation that I remember is in college, where you were friends with another individual, and then you got you became friends with somebody else as well. And then you became closer to the other, the, you became closer to one of them more than the other person, if you can recall. Can we drop names? Because I don't know. <laughs> this podcast anyway. Okay, I'm, okay, we can drop names. I can drop names. I'm talking about um, Aisha. <laughs> okay. Who's okay, that? so. Me. Oh, okay. So you initially like we knew each other but initially you were you know y'all lived together you were close with her y'all was doing our little thing and then me and you started getting you know became friends and got a little closer and then y'all was having y'all little situation and it was just it became like she was she was there but it kind of started drifting drifting away you know what I'm saying as the same situation as what King Smoke was saying because I feel like so we all knew of each other just because we had social work like classes together. Right. But I didn't have a like I feel like I started the friendship with Alicia first and then you and I started connecting and kind of like I don't want to say brought you in but like we all like kind of like sort of became friends. Right. Um and just because her and I was in a similar situation, needing a roommate, blah, blah, we, you know, did our thing with that. Right. And, like, our friendship became something different. And then we had, me and her had our issues and fell off. So I don't know how that relates right. to the scenario. I do, No, I'm just saying from her perspective, seeing seeing me and you, that's what I'm basically what oh. was saying. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, her seeing you and I becoming friends while you and her were falling off. That's what I'm saying. Like that third person oh, just okay. looking into the relationship. 
So, Dave, do you think that any part of your fallout with the other girl had anything to do with sin? Could have been because she saw you getting closer with someone else after, kind of like secondary to y'all. My falling out had something to do with her being and you. Okay. They had something to do with that. But... That so that leads to, and this is what Kev could chime in too. Do you feel like the dynamic is different when when you're talking female female friends and male male friends, and even when you cross gender and you have female and male friends, um, you know, being friends? Do you feel like the dynamic of relationships or situations tend to differ when the sexes, you know, kind of switch up or, or are the same, but you know, on opposite sides? Um, with me, I'm gonna say, uh. Years ago, when I was like really close, I had more female friends than I have now. It was like the dynamic wasn't really different to me. Right. <laughs> it was different. No, because I'm just imagining it would be different. Like you wasn't talking to your guy friends the same you was talking to your girlfriends. Like y'all would talk about the same shit. It had to be different at some point, right? So the, yeah. Yeah. I would only imagine. My bad. Because the only reason why I say that is because it was like some of my close female friends, like I say some certain shit to them and I say the same thing to, but it's like you get different perspectives. That's what I'm saying. You may say the same thing to both of them, but you're going to get different perspective from each of them. You never know. So that's what I'm saying. That's why the, the different dynamics are. For me, it's always been different because, as y'all know, I'm pro-woman. So I've always had more female friends than I had male friends. Um, and I tend to find it difficult. I've always found it difficult to communicate with guys because I feel like we're too immature. So... Certain things that guys would do, I just didn't, I didn't really have the time or the space or the energy for. So, um, like, as far as that dynamic, I'm a lot <clears throat> uh, more patient with my female friends than I would be with a male friend. Like, a male friend, I ain't really trying to, like, get into no bro spats or, you know, no shit like that. It's just like, bro we good. Like, you know what I'm saying? We, you do your thing. I do my thing. Ain't no, ain't no problem. My female friends, I take more of ownership of that dynamic to, to make sure like everything's cool or, or you feel comfortable or safe in that space. Um, you know, I've only had a few female friends where I had to like cut them off, but, um, I feel, I feel like the dynamic is definitely different, especially, you know, female to female. I, I feel like it's different. And I've noticed that and just how my female friends operate when they're my, amongst their female friends, I just see a different, you know, side. I don't know what it is or how I can really speak to it. Um, but I just think that I think you get to I think there's something about being amongst your own, um, you know, sex that allows you to feel a different and, and respond a different way to different situations. Um, you know, I feel like with women, for the most part, um, and again, y'all can obviously, as women, speak to it. I feel like there's a level of 
there's a level of like I don't know like there's a there's a level of vulnerability in all relationships, but I feel like when it's woman to woman, there's a little bit more like power there. As far as like if you're with your male friend, I feel like it's more of a almost like that brother sister dynamic where it's like almost somewhat like a protector of your feelings kind of so you get to kind of speak on that a little more and he have your back on like protection wise and I feel like woman to woman it's a little bit I want you to protect me but I want you to ride with me type shit mm-hmm. like I feel like that's kind of the difference in oh, you know, relationships I completely agree um I just feel like when it, like you said when it's a um woman to woman it's like you know it's a diff- it's a different ball game you know you might ride or die just like they said <laughs> she over there plotting trying to kill somebody yeah. whereas with a guy he would be more logical like whoa are you sure you want to do that <laughs> so it's, it's it's different you know i'm, I'm sure a, a woman if they, they had a male friend she wouldn't be i don't know if you would do this but I'm just speaking to say that I don't know if you would be down to be talking to your male friend saying, oh, this this guy did this and this and we need to go slash his tires and put sugar in his tank. So. I don't think doing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> he might not be with this shit, but I'm definitely going to run that shit by him. He gonna you would? Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like I'll tell me if I'm wrong, right? So in a situation like that, day, hypothetically speaking, let's say you had a male friend who was a best friend or even close to that, a brother type figure, right? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like the conversation gets too a little too serious if you take it to him versus with your girls? You can apply. You know how y'all, girl, we're going to put sugar in the tank. We're going to slash them motherfucking tires. We're going to ride on the windshield. <laughs> boom, 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 right? If you talk to like a brother type, he like, nah, where that nigga at? Let's pull up and beat his ass. Like it get a little more serious when you That's talk right. to your male friends about it. She would have called me. I've been like, "You crazy as hell." I'd be like, "Puss." <laughs> I'm gonna come back and then you can oh, play. Right. You talk about That's funny. Um, I don't know. Like, I haven't really had a um a real like male female best well a male best friend in my adult years. Okay. So I honestly don't know what that would be like. Um, I feel like all of the male best friends that I've had, uh, they all wanted to be something. Not me. So I, okay. including this nigga. Right? Lies you tell. Okay. No. <laughs> So, you know, but I always kind of wanted that, though. I always wanted a male best friend just to kind of get that perspective and, like, that kind of, like, brother-like, you know, love. Like, I I always right. wanted a brother growing up. It's just me and my sister. I've always wanted a brother. I'm not close to, like, not super, super, super close to any of, like, my male cousins, for real. So, like, I did always want um, a male best friend just to kind of, like, assume that role of brother and it really just be brother but right. nothing else in uh, so all it better be because chicken chicken bang bang everybody going down okay. <laughs> oh my god 
But no, yeah, I mean, I, I ask that because, again, I mean, everybody know I have female best friends. Um, and um, I think, too, I don't know, maybe it's different. I think in, ha- in growing up with a twin brother, the need for other male companion, um, I didn't really have it. Um, I just felt like, you know, we did everything together, whether we like each other or not, because we don't always like each other. Um, you know, growing up, I think that was kind of why I didn't really um, fall in with having a lot of male friends. Um, I also think because, you know, my father wasn't in the home. So, like, I don't fuck with niggas. Like, I don't really trust niggas. So it was always, like, cousins, twin brother, maybe one or two other niggas, and that was really it. And even in, like, you know, playing sports and stuff, and this is why I feel, you know, not to get on sports, but I feel like football is more of a brotherhood than basketball. Um you know, I, I feel like when you those sports just bring out different elements of of relationships. Um, but I never just had that dynamic like that. So with and I have an older sister, but I didn't have a sister like on my level. You know what I'm saying? She's my older sister, so she's my protector. So I can protect her, but only but so much because she's older than me and in by five years or so. So like with the female best friend, it kind of gave me that close sibling or even younger sibling that I could kind of hold that role for, like you said. So um, I, I don't know. I think just how my life turned out growing up, I think that's what shaped how I view, like, the people I will give a chance and the people I don't, and I guess how I fight for certain friendships uh, than I do others. So um, as I've gotten into my adult life, um, you know, I, I wish there was a dynamic if I had more male friends, but I just try to, and the guys that I do kind of, I'm cool with, you know what I'm saying? I try to foster those relationships as best I can without making it like weird or, 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 uh, forcing it, um, per se. So next on the list is when you grow out of friendships or when you feel like you're about to grow out of a friendship, um, do you feel like you should try to maintain them first or, you know, you know, and it's time to cut ties. So why are we growing out of, like, I guess it depends on, like, all right, I think we first got to kind of talk about why are we outgrowing these friends? Okay. Like, what's what's going on? Um, well, for an example, uh, I'll go on a friend that basically different lifestyles. Um... Uh-huh. You grew up, you <clears throat> you're not necessarily the club and tight. You might go to brunch here and there, but they always out in the streets, different locations here and there around different niggas and shit like that. Say that. Um, I feel like I think we kind of touched base on this a little bit about how when certain people are stagnant or you know, certain things is going on in the friendship where it's like a forgiveness, basically, kind of about that. Like, you just there's a no go. You grow out of it. You get tired of it. You don't want to. You don't want to deal with it anymore. If it's a continuous thing, so I kind of I think this is like an extension to one of the other questions earlier we talked about. With me, I think I almost had an instant where, I, like, kind of like not necessarily ended a, fr- a friendship, more of like. 
I, I kind of like was like taking steps back from it because the way that he was moving, it was just like his actions and the way he was moving, it was just like, I couldn't get with it. It was like dead mission after dead mission after dead mission, doing the same shit, hanging out with the same people, doing the same shit. It was just like, bro, we're grown now, bro. Like, I can't come kick it with y'all niggas. Y'all niggas sitting in the house playing video games. Nah, nigga, like, I'm trying to make some moves. Trying to, nigga, if I wanted to play video games, I could have saved my black ass home. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, was, was was dealing with this person. It was like, hey, come with me. Let's go over here. We want to see some youngest real quick. This, is and that. And we get over these. With me, it's like, don't send me on. Don't take me nowhere where you know the females about to be around ain't going to be my type. My whole demeanor going to change. So I had to deal with that a lot with this person. It was just like, bro, stop. And every time he like got to a point, he started hitting me up. I'm good, bro. Uh, you go ahead. <laughs> you know what I mean? And but he kind of got his shit together, so it's all good now. So I similar, similar but different. Um, so I'm not the club type, like I said, not the club type, go out all the time type, whatever, whatever. But there's a part of me that still give me the chance to tell you I'm not coming. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, like if you go to the club and all that, we supposed to be friends. Understand, like, I'm probably going to tell you no. But still ask a motherfucker, because I might want to go out tonight. You know what I'm saying? Tonight is the night. Had a long week. Yeah, I step out with you. So I, um, with the problem that it created, though, at the time was, or what, it, what I, I felt like it created was, when you have somebody who pretty much leads two different lives or has two different types of friends, they create two different friend groups. It's really hard to merge those two comfortably. And so for me, I felt like I kind of lost a friend because they faded. I won't say faded because maybe that's what they enjoy, but they ventured too far into a, a, a lifestyle that I really wasn't trying to be a part of full time. And then even when I got invited or if I wanted to go, I felt uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like these people, because this is what you do more. They know you better than I do. So it's like, what the fuck is this? Like, this not even the friend I thought I was planning to hang out with. So it just becomes a little weird and awkward. So those are like, I feel like I grew out of that friendship, but it's still, I didn't like shut it down. I just kind of let it be what it be. Um, And I think for us, we've accepted that, you know, we lead two different lives. So the only thing I've tried to do in that situation is just try to fix my communication to where, you know, I'm checking in more consistently um, because this is a person that I still consider my best friend. But at, at a point in our lives, there was times where I would go months without talking to her. Um, and that just doesn't, you know what I'm saying, sit right. And there's never, never no beef or nothing like that. It, it's always been like we're not up under each other, you know what I'm saying, or always around each other to have to like let people know that we friends. But deep down there is an element of like, when I tell somebody that that's my best friend, they like, oh, for real? I didn't even know y'all was cool. Like that dude fuck with me. Cause like, nah, that's really my best friend. But because we in two different circles completely, you just would never know. So um, that's so one that- Do y'all still hang out? Like just the two of y'all? 
Yeah, but that's that was like one week. So when we did, and she moved to another state now, but when we did, that was kind of it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, we'll catch up and hang out. But there's still a level of like, you know, she'd be popping on social media and all that type shit. So it's like, I can't even, I don't even feel comfortable being like 100% proud of her or like showing like, you know, so I repost something she did and all my best friends are proud of you. It's like, I feel like I'm fake a little bit because it's like, who the fuck know? That's that's my best friend. So it just feels a little a little fake because I felt like we didn't continue to develop the relationship. We kind of more so allowed it to continue or stay where it's at because we've been friends for so long. But like I, I think there's a lot that will go into having to relearn each other for us to really, really be true friends. So it's more one of those things where I feel like we have a title because like what's the point of changing it now? But but what's the point of keeping it? Because there still is love there. You know what I'm saying? Like I grew up with her basically. So it's still always gonna be that love there. But if I was if I had to if I had to say like is it a friendship that I think about every day, like on the at the top of my brain, no, deep down it's like, yeah, like that's my you know what I'm saying. But so I I feel like there is is a level that we can uh grow it and, and kind of repair it. Um, but we just got to be consistent in our actions to do so. And if we, if we aren't consistent in those actions, it, you know, so be it, you know what I'm saying? It's not going like, oh my God, I'm uh, crying, but it is something that I feel like we, we can make time to do. Um, I feel like I've outgrown a lot of people. Um, what ways? And if you might see, you might about to say that, but in what ways do you feel like you've outgrown them? Um, just like, uh my career path um just me I guess wanting certain things for my life like furthering my education making sure I have a like solid career not just a job um just doing different things like not you know being the life of the party or wanting to be the life of part of the party every weekend not wanting to hang out drink just be wild um I feel like a lot of people, like all of the people I was close to um, or considered like best friends in high school, I do not think that we are, like we're, I'm not friends with any of them at all. Um, I, like earlier I mentioned, I tried to reconnect with one person um, maybe like a couple years after we graduated from high school and it was just like on the same shit and I was just like, this doesn't interest me anymore like I'm not interested we did this for like I guess I get tired of things quick like I'm not into doing the same shit all the time so I think that's that's kind of where that's at but um yeah just straight like different different career paths different different paths in general like I feel like all the people I was close to in high school I'm not knocking anybody for having a baby or whatever um because we all whatever had our situations but um like that's just not I didn't want that at that time like I had other plans for my life I wanted things to happen in a certain order um and like I said just the partying and stuff is just not my cup of tea (laughs) so anybody else felt like they've outgrown people or friends and can speak to like exactly what how you feel feel or why you feel like you've outgrown them 
what you mean? I, I didn't do oh, along the lines of what you just answered, but does anybody oh. else feel like oh. they've grown people in, in certain areas that they could like address that particular area where they could look at somebody and say, this is where I grew this particular person? Um, I can't really think of anything right now. So I, I know for me, it's finances. Like, people love to focus on making money, but they don't tend to talk about what's the plan when you make it. So for a person that make money, but I see them spend that shit, like it's nothing, we can't be cool. Because that's like, what's the point? What's the point of it? Like, what's the point of making all that money if you're just going to blow it? Or, or you're going to bitch and moan about, all oh, this bill, that bill. Well, nigga, you didn't need that. You know what I'm saying? You didn't need that. Like, you, you're making the money, but what are you doing with it? So I feel like we can't even have a, a, a simple conversation um, because I'm on a different playing field when it comes to that. And I get lifestyles inhibit those things and, and kind of what you desire. But I tell people all the time, and I tell my students all the time, like, you still have to have a plan for the future as far as your wealth is concerned. So, you know what I'm saying? I, I know people that make six figures, but if I ask them to show me their savings account or their investment portfolio or anything that shows wealth going forward, they would look at me like, what's that? Oh, no, nah, I'm going to do that next time. Like, no, like, you know what I'm saying? I have something to show for all the work that you put in. So I feel like in my growing and getting older, um, there are a lot of people who I've outgrown in that aspect. Um, and I just feel like either there's just no point of us trying to fake like we're friends because I don't see I don't see a change. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't see this person changing or these that type of person changing. So it's one of those things where I would like to more so surround myself with people who are thinking like I'm thinking and have been thinking like that longer even um, to kind of challenge me to continue the growth that I want to see within myself. So I know for me, the people's finance and how they view money has, has, has shaped the way I look at whether I can be cool with somebody or not. I think finances for me, I think finances does kind of play a role in, you know, I guess whether or not you going to, stay around, stick around for this friendship. Um, but I don't know if it's to that degree for me. I think like as much as like of a stickler I am when it comes to finances and stuff, I feel like when it comes to my friendships or other relationships, I feel like like I can help educate you and help support you and give you like all the tips and advice things that I use whatever like that but I don't think that will um determine if we can <laughs> speak or be friends or whatever the case may be I do feel like it may come to a point where like if you are like that broke friend and every time we do some shit somebody got pay your way now that that <laughs> That's a, you know, something different. But if that's how you want to spend your money, it's like, I don't agree. Like, prime example, one of my friends, 
her and I, we live like probably the exact opposite lifestyles. But I feel like we click like this because she is, she may not agree with all the shit that I do and the way I carry my life. And I might not agree with the shit that she do and the way she carry her life. But it's no judgment there. And I feel like she is still there for me as a friend the way I need her to be without conforming to my lifestyle. Okay. So like the way she spends her money is totally different from how I spend my money. But that doesn't impact our relationship. Okay. And a whole bunch of other things. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to I think that would impact a relationship. Okay. Like with a significant other, but a friendship. Why would it impact a like, relationship? Why does it matter what I do with my because money? Because we as we become business partners <laughs> and what you do affect me. Don't get us started. Okay. I'm, I'm don't. I'm but I don't know. It's like it affects me because I want them, I want to see them do better. Like, I know of a better plan. I'd like, if you did this, you will be better off financially. But I don't think, for me, I'm just not in a place, I don't know if I'll ever be there to cut somebody off or just not be friends with somebody because they blow their money. For them niggas, bro. It, the, and the reason why I say that for me is because it's like there's a to so it's for me to really be your friend, like to really give a fuck about your life, right? Mm-hmm. There's some universal things that I feel like we should be able to see the same way. Even if we meet that goal differently, we should be able to see it the same way. So it's almost like one of them things where it's like, I know a better way. I know how we could eat. I know how we could win. I want to see you do it. Like, you my friend, you my man, like I love you to death or whatever the case may be. The way you doing stuff is, pro- is not going to help us reach that ultimate goal that we're talking about, right? And so if I have, it's almost like if I have an opportunity to make money and I know, and I know none of that scheme type shit, like you know, pay $100 and pay $100 and then you get, not that type shit, like a legit way to, Look, if you just sacrifice this and save, you're gonna come up. Like I'm telling you, just trust me. If I can if I can't come to you with that information and you be like, I'm with it, like let's let's do it. Like I, I see what you're saying. It's an element of care that I can no longer have about what the fuck you do. And I feel like once I give up that element of care, I can't really be your friend wholeheartedly. Cause then it's like, I don't care. What 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 are we talking about? Like, what you oh man, my bills, I can't, I can't do it, it's too much. But I tried to help you, bro. So like, I can't. It's a certain element of care. I just can't. I can't put on myself no more at that point because it's like you could choose to do what you do. I'm. I'm. That's all your prerogative and all that. But it's like the second you come to me on some dumb shit, I'm a. I'm gonna want to curb. But I just can't give that level of care when you don't have it. So it kind of makes it hard for me to genuinely be like your friend. Other than just hearing you be like, yeah, man, I, I hear you. Like that's tough. That's yeah. Yeah, I, I can't. I don't want to be like that. Well, see, I don't do that. Okay. Like, when this friend comes to me awesome, like, you know, like, she has come to me on, like, hey, come up, help me come up with this budget plan, blah, blah, blah. 
and we've done it. We've worked on it. She's she don't follow it to the T like I want her to, but I just I don't know. I just feel like everyone has their own way of managing their money, okay. and I, I I don't know. I just don't see. I, I it doesn't it doesn't affect me. But when if she does come to me or when she does come to me, I'll some shit like, bruh, I only got like five dollars and I gotta pay rent. And I'd be like, bitch, ain't nobody tell you to spend I'm not gonna say, oh, it's gonna be okay, but I'm gonna I'm let her know. But I guess that that's why it doesn't impact me because I'm gonna say whatever I want. But how long are you gonna continue to uh not like I don't wanna say allow, but like you're not gonna get frustrated or irritated that she's constantly coming back to you like every time like she knows not to to be splurging but at the same time after she does that then she's coming to you saying oh my god I only got five dollars how long are you gonna you gonna keep listening to that though so I think the only time okay okay so I just thought of something the only time I feel like I would be in king smoke shoes or have the same mindset of him is or as him is if this friend was constantly coming to me for asking me for money but misusing her money now i think that's where shit will get a little mm. but if you're not coming to me for money and asking me for help then like like i said i'll help you try to better your situation but it's up to you at the end of the day and it's not really like affecting me to the point where I want to cut you off but like you can't be trying to be in my pockets and like misusing your finances I think that's when I will have to probably draw the line okay that makes sense yeah to give them that that leeway until they start to come at you and <laughs> yeah I'm just not even trying to get to that conversation don't even fix your lips because we already we already nah but no I, I understand that though I, understand I never that. even thought about it that way though that like how you put it I didn't even and I've, it, I've, I'm, I'm speaking from an experience to where and granted it's more so people that I not even grew up with but you know we came up you know what I'm saying at a certain meeting point you know what I mean to where maybe we're in the same situation um, and kind of like you said, in the progression of career, like that kind of ties into it a bit. Um, but it's just one of those things where it's like we can all do better. And again, I'm not saying like not spend or buy because like and I'm not just not out or nothing. Karen manages her money really well. She also buys expensive shit. And I'd be like, God damn, Bass, like that's that tag, that price tag is crazy. But I know that she's already playing like how much this is, how this affects that. And, I, and she's still saving and doing whatever, whatever. So regardless of how much it costs, I know deep down, I know her mindset is still, I'm not about to blow everything I got because I got expensive taste. So I could still fuck with her and whatever it is that she's talking about. It'd be the people that I got expensive taste, but I'm still going to blow everything I got because I just like expensive shit. That type shit, I can't even fuck with you. So if I can cut somebody off who I've previously known, you know what I'm saying, who operate or think like that, I'm not even giving that person, like meeting a person like that, time of day to say, yeah, let's be friends. It's not, it's not even going down like that. 
That nigga would eat oodles and noodles, I think it depends bro. on how much of, like, a situation like that, like, affects you or bothers you. Because I feel like it's probably other shit that, like, somebody or a friendship could, you know, a person would do. And I'll be like, no, nah, I can't. I can't fuck with that. Okay. That makes like, sense. It just, it just depends on how that affects you or how. Because I feel like we all kind of connect with other people and build friendships because of a similar like mindset okay at the same time i feel like and in my friendships we may not all have the same mindset okay so i don't know i I feel like i've changed a lot because i feel like i'm very different from a lot of my friends like a lot of us don't, we don't see things the same. We don't do things the same, but like, I haven't really reached a point in those friendships where it like affects or impacts us being good friends to each other, despite what we believe or how we feel. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. You was about to ask a question. No, I was going to say, um, do do you think that you seek that in your friends like being not being on different pages per se but you know a different perspective you know what i mean so do you do you think you seek that in people who you continue friendships with or build friendships with because maybe it's an element of like okay she can give me something different than what i think or feel whether i agree or disagree like maybe that's something that I, you know, I I look for or whatever. Do you think that you seek that or just so happens that in your growth, you've been able to accept the fact that we might not be on the same wavelength, but that's okay. I think that it just has to do with my growth. Okay. Because this same friend years ago, like I don't, if I was in the same place as as I was years ago, I don't see that friendship still being a friendship today. Okay. I feel like I had to kind of adjust my mindset um, of like really what true friendship is and that we don't necessarily have to be the exact same person to really be great friends to each other. Okay. So. Well, your friend is on the line. She could, she could tell whether that's, that's exactly <laughs> how she feel about it. Um, I have a question, like, so do you feel like you, with any of your friends, like, do you have any friends that you have a similar mindset to, or you feel like everyone is different? No, I feel like, I feel like when it comes to certain things, I feel like probably all of my friends, we can agree when it comes to certain things. Like, I was like, for example, like you and the other friend were all in social work you know we you know that's kind of where we click on one level it's just by being in a similar career field and then you got um and then we just click on different levels i don't think we all um agree and feel the same way just because you know it's proof through how we handle things in our life um I do feel like we click at some point. Yes, we. there are like commonalities at some point, but it's just not 
on every single thing. Like you'd be like, oh my gosh, we we have the same views for every single thing. Like, no, it's not. Not not, I, I mean, I don't again, I don't think it's good for I don't say it's not good, but um to to view everything the same, I agree. I feel like that's more of a relationship thing and not everything but closer to everything um but the financial piece to me is it will it'll stop me from putting you in a category of like really really close like we could be cool and we could be friends but i don't know how much i will put you in that really really close category because it's it's one of those things where i feel it's i feel like it holds a lot of, of us back and, you know, I, I just think that it's like until you could accept that or even if you could just accept that, I'm cool with that. It's, it's more so people who can't accept the fact like, no, nah, I'm good. Like, I'm, I don't got money. Like, no, you don't. You live in check to check and you blowing that shit. Like, I can't really put you in that. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I could I could hang out with you. I know we're going to have a good time. I know. You know what I'm saying? I, I, so I'm more so slotting. I'm also slotting those type people than putting them up there as somebody that I really, really gonna invest time and energy into fostering or growing a friendship. So So like how does a person know if like you consider them as a close friend? Like what are some things I guess you would do or like to initiate that? Like cause you okay, you meet somebody, right? Y'all I don't know, hang out a couple of times and then like after that, how do they know to consider you a close friend or how do you know or what do you do to make them feel like a close friend? I guess that's what I'm trying to ask. Um, it'll probably be like if you if you find that I am trying to surround you with me or surround, you know, like bring you in my inner circle. Okay. Right? Like, so if I'm inviting you to hang out with me, my family or my, my friends, you know what I'm saying? Or I'm, or I'm, if I'm doing something business-wise and I'm asking you, do you want in? Yeah, so that's kind of how you would know because it's like, I see, you know what I'm saying? I, I see something that I like about a person or I feel like that's really cool. It's a valuable trait. And I feel like that's something that I could, I could grow from um something that they could grow from within myself so that's kind of how you would know if i keep it at a distance where it's like we you know we chat a couple times or we only we only kind of do social stuff then it's just like we cool you know what i'm saying but not really like not building a a huge bond there right i mean i i completely agree with that because it's like for an example um when i was in the army my boy my boy Iron, you know, we go way back from middle school. We just so happened to link up. We was in a, we was stationed in the same duty station, and when we both came back home to Maryland, it was like, well, my boy Khalid, you know, we link up. So I'm like, hey, Iron, they'll all link up. So that's how we all came together as, you know, a group of friends, right there. And um, my thing is like, once you start involving yourself, involving them, right in your circle, then that's probably when they should be able to get that notion of like, all right, bet. Like, cool people. Or like you said, also like uh, putting them on game with like, you know, business uh, opportunities and stuff like that. 
you looking out for him, so you must you must want something good out of him. So and and I feel like too on the on the flip side of it, like that gives that that gives that person. Let's just keep it on, on that kind of example. That gives that person an opportunity to evaluate themselves, right? So if I'm trying to bring you into my life or my group of folks, and you should be able to evaluate, you know what I'm saying, the vibe of that group, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So if you don't feel like you're going to be able to match that or, or contribute to that, then you should gracefully bow out, you know what I'm saying, and stay in that lane of like, bro, I appreciate, you know what I'm saying, I appreciate everything, but I ain't, I ain't where y'all at yet, you know what I'm saying, like, I would love to get there one day. I'm going to keep trying, but right now I got to do do me or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Even that, I can respect, and I'm going to still invite you. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, I, I believe you could get there. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you being honest. But that also gives that person kind of that 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 moment of truth to be like, where do I really want to go with whatever it is that that situation is like? You know what I mean? Like, even if, even if you transition it to, you know what I'm saying, like Kevin married, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, expect Kevin to be hanging out with me if I'm going to go do some whole shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that show that I don't give a fuck about him and his situation at home. If I'm trying to get him to involved with me doing some whole shit, but, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if I'm trying to like y'all, you know, y'all be, y'all be bringing me up on game on the whole relationship and all that type shit. So if I'm trying to really get myself in that mode, then I'm going to want to hang out with Kevin more. You know what I'm saying? Because I see like this brother married. He doing what he got to do. He, you know, he do right by his wife, blah, blah, blah. So that's the type of person I'm going to want to put myself around. So I feel like, you know, it gives people the moment of truth to decide what they really want to do with whatever angle or situation they're talking about. Um, and that can make that can allow another person to say whether I could really, you know, invite you in and be my friend or on that level. So hey, I, I think uh I think I'm a needy ass friend. I'm not. I'm not one of those needy friends because it's like, I, me being away from my friends, has taught me to be. What is it? Self. Um, self dependent. Self dependent. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm gonna use that. Self dependent, <laughs> and you know, figuring out stuff by myself or knowing in my head that you know my close friends ain't here. You know, I can text them and shit like that, but it's not the same. You know what I mean? So I, I really became self-dependent on myself. So I really, like, when it comes to my friends, I may not talk to them for days, weeks, but ain't no hard feelings or I don't got no problem with them. But, hey, we all adults and we grown. So. So. We coming up on the last one, so we're going to put it together and we can summarize and cap this off in, in a great, great way. So when it comes to handling relationships that you realize are one-sided, right, or, or it's, only, it's only about self-interest in a relationship or friendship, do you confront them? Do you just let them go? And then ultimately, how do you go about fixing a broken friendship, or do you feel like it's worth fixing if it's even been broken? Um, I... I think that with this, it comes to communication. If you notice something, speak up. If they're really your friend, if you really care about them. If you actually address it and you still feel like, you know, you still feel like it's one-sided and you're not seeing any efforts, then I feel like, okay, like 
this person must not care about the friendship or the relationship. And that ties into also how to fix it is talking, you know, communicating. And then, you know, after you do that, if you're not seeing any efforts, nothing is changing, then I guess you could decide from there if that's something you want to continue to do, if you want to keep, you know, allowing them to do this or something that you're just going to have to cut off. So I, I, I agree with Sensen's response. However, I kind of disagree. So I think for me, it depends on how much I didn't invest it in this friendship. That might sound selfish as shit, but I promise you it's not selfish. I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like sometimes I have my moments where I don't feel like I should have to have these conversations with you about certain shit. Like, I feel like at some point you got to know that we grown and shit. You got to put away that childish shit. This is how, like, you should know how to be a friend. Granted, some people don't know how to be a friend. But I just don't feel like I want to make it my responsibility to teach you how to be a friend. Well, so, not necessarily teach. I'm just, you know, communicating. But Like, if I notice something, I'm going to say something. I'm not just going to be like, okay, well, fuck it, like. That's on uh, but see, I'm I'm a okay fuck it person. If it's if it's just <laughs> if it's not like if I don't feel like it's worth it, like granted, okay, get okay. So you and I sin had our we had to have a talk at some point because of some the changes in our friendship, right? Right. So I feel like I felt the need to address that to with you just because I feel like the things that may have led to that were or would have been difficult for anyone so I felt like it was my job as a friend to address that shit and try to move on from that situation right which is the communication part right 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 but what I'm trying to tell you is if you if it wasn't that situation that I was Mm -hmm. sympathetic to that led to that miscommunication I wouldn't have said shit and I would have cut you off. But because I was sympathetic to that situation and trying to put myself in that shoes and how I would have reacted, whatever the case may be, I mm-hmm. felt the need to address it to you. One, because I felt like we have built an, a good relationship, a good right. friendship. And I felt like, you know, if I was in that situation, I would want somebody to like, give them what I, whatever. I would want somebody to reach out to me before it cut me off. Right. So I felt, you know, I, like I wanted to do that. But if it was no situation like that and you was just doing that shit, I probably would have cut you off. I mean, I, 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 I mean, I understand. It's not personal. It's not just you. No, 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 no. I'm saying I understand. I'm just saying I understand. But I feel like... um even just my personal opinion I feel like even if it's it's not situational what if okay so what if you did because certain people react to different things differently so what if maybe okay for me maybe I'm going through something and I just can't I just can't process things where I need I'm able to talk to you about it so because you're feeling like I'm not doing certain things you're just gonna 
cut me off without even trying to figure out what's, what's going on. That's where I'm coming from with the communication part. You're speaking on terms of because you knew what was going on. But if you didn't know what was going on, and yeah, I might not be saying anything because of how I'm feeling or what I'm dealing with, I feel like it's not fair to just say, you know what, well, fuck it, I'm cutting you off. People go through things. That's why I say you have to communicate. Now, if you, if you don't know what's going on and you communicate with me and I express to you what's going on and I'm still doing those things, then okay, like, yeah, like, I understand that, like, okay, fuck it, she don't care or, you know, let her deal with her little situation or whatever. But to just say, like, I'm just cutting that person off, I don't agree. Like, I feel like people go through things, stuff happens, you know? So I, like I agree. I agree. Right. I agree with what you're saying. However, I just feel like you, if you going through some shit that I don't know about and you can't express that to me as a friend, as a best friend, even though everybody processes things differently, the the way I connect with my friends and the way I build with my friends, I make it so that I'm non-judgmental, I'm open as fuck. You could come to me about anything. If you feel that you can't communicate what's going on without me having to ask you, that tells me something about our friendship. So that's true. It's like I it's I feel like there's a way of expressing what you're going through without even like diving too deep if you're still like not ready. Like you could just be off some simple shit like, bro, I'm going through some shit. I ain't trying to take it out on you. I'm just fucked up right now. Like, whatever. Don't just be off some iffy shit. I text you, you don't respond until five days later. Like, nah. Cause I feel like we should have built a relationship that's better than that, more respectful than that. I'll respect your your boundaries, but you gotta tell me something. I agree. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like you just said a whole lot that made a lot of sense. <laughs> like, and that's the thing where it was like, so the same thing is like still invite me. That's the same shit. And I feel like when you build a friendship with somebody that is supposed to be genuine and it's supposed to be, you know, a, a, a deeply rooted connection, right? even if you're going through something, give me the opportunity to show my support or to show how good of a friend I am. You know what I'm saying? And like you said, that don't mean you got to come cry on my shoulder or, you know, vent about every little detail. But if something's off and something's affecting you to that point, let me know. And then you can evaluate how I go about my actions towards you thereafter. So, you know, if you, if you say, for example, if, if my best friend hit me up and say, best, like something really fucking with me. Like, I don't know. I want to take it out of you, but I just need to figure shit out. And I say, okay, cool. I'm here if you need me. And then I don't check on her. She should be looking like the fuck wrong with this nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's a way to kind of really see how I go about it. Cause I feel like that's my opportunity to show you, like I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Genuinely. Like, even if it's something small, like, Hey, good morning. You good. You know, if the sun's shining, make sure you get outside, try to, you know, whatever. Like, that gives people opportunity to kind of show their worth as a friend. So I agree with you. It's like, I'm looking at you like you went through that without telling me, like, how, how you know what I'm saying? What does that say about our relationship to where you couldn't express what, what's been going on? So I see both sides of it, but I, I, I tend to agree with Day on that. Like, I feel... I am a, I'm like, day. I'm a, man, just fuck it kind of person. I'm a try, 
but you probably gonna get one attempt out of me. And then it's like, bro, it's it's all Gucci. Like I'm not really tripping. And at this point in life, hitting this prime rhyme thirty, it's only a couple of relationships that I'm that I feel like I'm gonna protect at this point in my life. And if you ain't, and me and my best friend had this conversation because she had a little issue with one of her friends. It's like, if you ain't in this group, fool, it don't even matter. Like, if you want to step, step. Like, I'm not tripping off you. Like, even if we've been friends for a couple of months, a couple of years, you, if you ain't locked in since since day one, I ain't really even, you know what I'm saying, phase. It's like, it is what it is. Like, we're going to keep it pushing regardless. So I'm I'm on the more so like, man, fuck it. I'm going to try, especially if I feel like I did wrong, I'm going to try. But if I feel like I haven't done nothing wrong and it's just a matter of like we growing in two different paths, then it's cool. It, again, it ain't no beef. It ain't no I don't fuck with you. I hate you type shit. It's just like we going in two different directions at this point in life. And at this for this moment or this time in our lives, we just don't connect. And, and that's it is what it is. So I am not a confront kind of person um, unless it's actually... I'm trying to be more of a upfront confront kind of person because I'm nonchalant, number one. And number two, I, I'm very observative, observative. So I'm going to look at it. And then if I feel away, my normal reaction is to just adjust and move different and let you figure out why. That's my normal actions. I'm trying to become to the point where it's like, let me speak on what I feel and then evaluate actions before I make a decision. So I'm trying to get more to that point. And even in my speaking on it, I'm evaluating your response. So it's like, and I let people know I'm being vulnerable in this time to even address what's going on. And how you respond to that is going to show me whether I can continue to adapt and be vulnerable or if I should just stick to my nonchalant ways. So I'm kind of... I'm trying to change and not be so quick to be like, man, fuck that shit. But at my nature, at my core, I'm basically like, man, fuck that shit. Like it's, it's, it's just, it is what it is. So, but I do agree with Sin. I think the biggest contributor to determining whether a relationship is worth fixing or not is the communication. And if you can communicate with somebody and I tell people all the time, for me, the biggest thing in communication is understanding. I don't have to agree with you. You don't have to agree with me, but I have to understand like what's what you talking about. Um, so I'm not one to be like it gotta be my way or gotta be like if we I, I can agree to disagree. And as long as I'm, my point is understood, then I'm good with that. So um, you know, I can say I, I got two perspectives there, and I felt like both of y'all hit on good points. But for me, as as like you said, I'm Damn, if you do, damn, if you don't, I'm going to be good either way. But, you know, if I'm trying to build or change or, or or just show somebody that they are worth me trying for them to be my friend, I, I'm learning to try to speak on it first before making a decision about the entire friendship. So, Yeah, and I think, too, like, this is just something that I just want to throw out there. I think that we should, like, not shy away from, like, when we go through shit, wanting to handle everything on our own and not lean on our friends. Cause I think that's the best time to really like lean on your friends. And like you kind of touched on um, seeing how good of a friend they can be to you when you're really fucked up and down. So, and I do feel like that makes, 
you know, relationship stronger. Like if I go through some shit and I see that you can be there for me and support me every step of the way, even if it was difficult, like I feel like I'm going to want to rock with you harder. Right. So. And I'm going to return a favor. Yeah. Like that, that's another evaluator because, you know, I'm pretty sure we've all come across a situation or know someone in a situation where they give, give, give in that friendship. But when it's time to receive niggas is crickets. Like that also gives you that that opportunity to kind of evaluate how much of yourself you should continue to give or not give in a relationship or a friendship. So um, there's a dynamic that you touched on there that I want to make sure we're going to address in another episode of yes. pushing your partner away mm. when you're going through shit. So, um, mm. but we're gonna I'm gonna table we're gonna table that one for another day. But um, any closing remarks on friendships or, or processes of elimination of friendships or whatever? Any closing remarks for the folks about just how to handle or, or what they should do when they're in these type situations? I just want to say that I love all my friends. Like, nah. <laughs> no, but for all, I appreciate all of my friends. So shout out to y'all. Um, I do, you know... This episode has made me really want to kind of sort of evaluate things. I'm still like, fuck it, but I'm going to do my best to like, when some shit is bothering me, I'm going to just come straight at y'all with it. Respect. Calvo, any closing words for your, for your, for your fellas or, or, or people who, you know what I'm saying, didn't show up to the sign up? Or his non-existent female best friend. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, I just wanted to say uh, to my to my boys, man, y'all keep your heads up. Go to therapy if needed. You know, <laughs> seriously, no, that's serious. I'm talking some real life mental health shit now in the black community for black men. You know, we are. We'll table that for another episode. <laughs> Let me stop, yo. I keep fucking with him. He's going to be bad. Did he stop? I'm not going to talk no more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Well, before we wrap it up, I do want to give a shout out for Simpson for being a part of this episode. I heard mm-hmm. from the little birdies outside that she might want to come back. Hey. So uh, we might have a permanent Open invitation. Okay, we might have okay. a, a new member on the uh... <laughs> <laughs> super good. You about to say the mob? I knew you say, say the mob. <laughs> it's still the mob. You like I said, it's still presented by the mob. The mob is forever here. It just changes a little bit, you know. Mob members come and go, but super good is here to stay. Yeah, so be sure to follow us on the gram at Super Good the Podcast. That's Instagram. Uh, y'all can follow me on my social media Instagram. I think it's a day. So try to find that. I don't know if it's going to find it. All right, try to find it. You got a new follower. <laughs> I found it. Do some homework. Shit, I'm tired of trying to drop, figure out what my damn names is. Know, right? Find me, find me if you really want to. <laughs> But nah, thank y'all, man. Again, great episode here. Super good. Be back in two weeks. Y'all enjoy. Super good.
My friends, real friends, better than your friends That's how we keep popping out that binge, yeah No foes, real friends, we even gotta pretend, yeah Get bands, get bands, spin it all on my friends, yeah Pull me up, pull me up, pull me up, pull me up. never let me down Pull me up, pull me up, pull me up Never let me drown Come pull me up, pull me up, pull me up And never let me drown Come pull me up, pull me up, pull me up I'll never hit the ground My friends, real friends, better than your friends, yeah That's how we keep popping out that binge, yeah for friends, well friends, better than your friends, yeah SMS them, they know I'm my business I don't know what I would do without all of my crew, yeah I ain't making no room, yeah I ain't making no new friends, I don't make no moves, yeah Without telling my crew, yeah That's just how we do, yeah That's just how we do, oh Damn it, I love my life I love it, stop on cuffs, no way Party where we go inside, yeah Never let them out my sight Never right by my side then my ride or die, then my ride or die My friends are goals, your friends are foes We fly, why cry, our souls explode, yeah We smoke, we laugh, your stress, my stress Closer than kin, I'm blessed, you blessed Ten toes, ten toes, we was out in that road, uh Looking for love in wrong places, we were posed to a stove, yeah Shared shoes, shared clothes, that's how deep the shit goes, yeah Every week you got bros, yeah all of y'all fit close, yeah Y'all switching sides like NBA teams Just after halftime I'm pulling up on my dog Make sure he okay I don't even have time They caught me a Porsche But it's got seats Just for they had meals They're better than rappers And they don't even have bills That real Bought Embry a BM As soon as he came home We hopped on the plane Head straight to the bay That's how we turn the game on It's game on Time mama died I was there My nephew died He was there He in my house More than I be there More than be there Tata there E there Breezy there, one there, hot here, shocker there, low there, they all here, oh yeah. That's there, Kwana here. She feel like Nirvana here. Crib like the Soho house, I might stay in and grow out my hair. Tight circles, no squares. I'm geometrically opposed to you. Y'all like the triangles. Y'all like the troll, do you? Y'all talk around hoes, do you? Y'all don't follow codes, do you? We know everything you say from niggas close to you. You emotional. When I say free the dogs, I free them. That's how me got his freedom. Y'all put niggas on a t-shirt, it hurts, you ain't never meet him. You got niggas in the fast, you ain't need trying to feed him. I'm trying to free the world, that's how deep I'm in. I ain't going to nobody nothing, and me and my wife beefing. I don't care if the house on fire, dying nigga, I ain't leaving. Tata take care of my kids, after he done grieving. If y'all don't understand that, we ain't meant to pull be me friends. Up, pull me up, pull me up, pull me up, never let me down.
you might just catch these hands We fall out and we make them manger, yeah, my friends Your friends are foes, my friends are ghosts Closer than can, our souls expose, yeah Your friends are frauds, all they want is applause, yeah And my friends, real friends, closer than can Pull me up, pull me up, pull me up Them never let me drown Them pull me up, pull me up, pull me up Them never let me down Pull me up, pull me up, pull me up. Them never let me down. Them pull me up, pull me up, pull me up. Them pull me up, pull me up, pull me up. Them pull me up.